Hi there, everybody. This is Laura Kellen May from ThistleRidgeStables.com and Equestrian Skill Builders on Facebook. And this is Ignite Your Equitation, Set Your Riding on Fire. I'd like to welcome you all here today. Today we're going to talk about your hands and what are you doing with your hands. Your hands are a reflection of what is happening with the rest of your body. So keeping your hands still is not just a matter of keeping your hands still. It's a matter of what the rest of your body is doing. So take a listen and we will discuss about your hands and how you can help keep your hands still when you're riding. And you know what? You can download, subscribe, and comment to this podcast at any time. I'd love to hear from you. Your hands are a reflection of what's going on with the rest of your body. So if you're not riding in balance, your hands are going to show that you are not riding in balance. So if your hands are jumping all over the place, it's usually a reflection of your, of some sort of stiffness in your body. And that shows up within your hands. So if your hands are bumping around when you're doing your sitting trot, and that's usually where people find out that they need to keep their hands still, is at the sitting trot, they find that their hands are moving. It's usually some sort of stiffness somewhere else in their body, maybe their lower back, maybe their shoulders, maybe their elbows, or maybe in their forearms but it is reflective of their hands moving around. So if you have bumping around hands, it's usually a reflection of something that's happening else in your body. The correct position textbook says correct position is thumbs up, knuckles to the outside. And if I had a dollar for every time I had to say that to a writing student, then I'm sure I would have been a millionaire. Thumbs up, knuckles to the outside, so your palms are facing each each other. The most common problem that you see with riders is a flat hand. And if you're riding with a flat hand, it's sometimes called a piano hand. That means your hands are flat as if you're pushing a baby carriage or playing a piano. They're called piano hands sometimes or pushing a shopping cart even. That is a common problem. And that stems from not just from your hands, but also starting right up near your shoulders and your back. If your shoulders are rounded forward, and you can't see me doing this right now, but I'm rounding my shoulders forward. And when you hunch and round your shoulders forward, you can do it along with me if you like. If you hunch and round your shoulders forward, your elbows automatically come out. And if you bring your elbows out, what happens is it twists your forearms so that it forces your hands to go flat. So keeping your thumbs up, your elbows in at your sides will help keep your shoulders back. And likewise, if you keep your shoulders back in the correct riding position, elbows in at your side, it will help keep your hands in the correct riding position with your thumbs up, knuckles to the outside. I've got two exercises you can do for this. Number one is really easy. You get a short riding crop, put it underneath your thumbs of your hands. That will prevent you from tipping your hands towards each other, tipping your thumbs towards each other. It'll keep your hands upright in the correct riding position. Really simple. And if you do ride with flat hands, this may be a difficult exercise for you and you'll find it quite awkward because you're used to having your hands flat and you're thinking that your hands are are softer in that position, but they really aren't. Keep your thumbs up, knuckles to the outside, or the very most about 45 degree angle, your thumbs facing each other, approximately 45 degree angle, not perfectly vertical, not flat, but about halfway between. That's about the maximum flatness that you want out of your hands. The other thing you can do for your to prevent your hands from getting flat is ride your horse. Again, get a riding crop, put it 
behind your elbows. So you're threading it behind your elbows, behind your back, and behind your elbows. So your elbows are being forced behind your hips because you put a riding crop there. This is a really good exercise. It forces riders to keep their shoulders back and keep their elbows in the correct riding position. If you're doing that exercise, make sure that your horse is quiet enough that you can do that exercise. You don't want a horse that's going to trip and fall and have, while you have your arms uh, held back behind you with a riding crop. Make sure that your horse is safe, your horse is quiet, and you are at the correct riding ability that you can do this exercise. So don't try that exercise unless you are um, an experienced rider and you just want to do some tweaking on your body. So when you're sitting on your horse, just as if you're standing up or sitting down, you're arm from your shoulder should hang down naturally to your elbow and then your elbow should be bent at approximately 90 degrees to make your forearm parallel to the ground. And to have a good arm and hand position, you have to have a good base of support and a good relaxed independent seat and leg. And that's why we spent so much time on the riding and balance, ear, shoulder, hip, heel, keeping your lower leg on, correctly and secure, not the chair seat, and also focusing on your upper body position because it's kind of all related together. To have a correct hand position, you have to be following with your horse's mouth. You have to be soft through your shoulders, soft through your elbows, soft through your hand. And when those things are all soft, then you can follow the horse's motion correctly because your joints are are relaxed and following with the horse. Your hips are following, your back is following, your shoulders are following, your elbows are following, your hands are following. And it's usually in that order too. Starts with your seat and legs, goes up through your spine to your shoulders, down through your elbows and out to your hand and then through to the horse. If you try to keep one of those things relaxed and the other ones aren't relaxed, it's going to be difficult. It's going to show up with a tension somewhere and your horse will feel it. What you think about in your mind and in your body, the horse will feel that tension and it will be sent down the rein. Your hands are hinged at the elbow and attached to our torso with our arms. And if your elbows aren't relaxed, the key to a good arm position is to have a relaxed elbow. So your arm should be hanging softly from your shoulder down with a 90 degree angle at your elbow. But to keep your hands still and soft, you have to have a relaxed elbow. And the main thing to think about that this when you're riding is when you're riding your elbow has to open and close with the horse so your arm is opening and increasing that angle at your elbow and closing and closing that angle at your elbow so about 90 degrees then you open the angle so it's almost open and flat and then back again so your so your elbow is always moving back and forth you want to turn left you close your left elbow angle you want to turn to the right you close your right elbow angle so you're talking with the horse through your elbows our hands are hinged at the elbow and attached to our torsos at our shoulders so how do you keep them still if your shoulders are moving around how do you keep your hands still if they're attached to your body and the easy way to think of it is your elbow as a hinge and what I like to think of in my mind's eye is if I am standing 
behind a, a table or beside a table, behind a chair, and I keep my hands on that table or chair, I can bend down, move left, move right, and still keep my hands still on that chair or tabletop. Uh, if I move to the left, move to the right, my hands don't move with me. Same thing when you're on a horse. Think of hinging and releasing at your elbow so that when you rise up out of the saddle, your hands stay near the horse. So here's a really good exercise you can do. Just do exactly what I just said. Stand behind a chair, put your hands on the top of the chair back, and make the motions of doing a rising trot. And you will see that your hands stay still on that rising trot as on that chair as if you're doing a rising trot. And if you think, and if what part of your body is helping you keep your hands still, the part of your body that has got to be relaxed and soft to keep your hands still on that chair is your elbow. The other thing I like to think about is a ballerina. You've uh, maybe seen them doing their workouts, doing their exercises, their jumps, their plies, their jetés, and all the time they keep their hands on a bar, their bar, to keep themselves balanced, but their body's jumping and moving around, but their hands remain the same. This is the idea you have to have when you're riding your horse. Your hands have to be hinged at your elbow to keep your hands still while the rest of your body goes about the business of riding the horse. The opening and closing hinge of your elbows is necessary to prevent your hands from jumping around just as you did when you were holding the back of the chair in the previous exercise and also as a ballerina would do if they were doing their exercises with their hands on the bar. It's the same idea when you're on your horse. You have to think of keeping a relaxed elbow and have your hands stay still by opening and closing your elbow. So here's an exercise you can do. Hold on to the chair as if you were holding on to the reins of your horse and pretend you're doing a rising trot. Do your hands lift off from the back of that chair? No, they don't. They stay still because your elbow is soft and relaxed. Now, if you do have tense elbows, what can you do to get them relaxed? A lot of times a tense elbow is just an unconscious thing. You don't know or you don't think that your elbows are required for riding and you don't really understand how to open and close and keep your soft elbow. So once somebody points it out to you that your hands are moving up when you're doing your rising part of your trot or your hands are moving down when you're doing the sitting part of your sitting rising trot, you are able to just consciously fix it by when you rise up, push your hands down. When you sit down in the saddle, keep your hands still. So your your elbows are opening when you're rising and closing when you're sitting. Opening when you're rising, closing when you're sitting. Open, close, open, close. And that is mirrored in with your rising trot. So when you're riding, focus on your elbows and say out loud, open, close, open, close, open, close. And at first it's going to feel really mechanical. But after a while you're going to get used to it and it's going to become more of a muscle memory and be more relaxed with it. Another thing you can do is push your hands right onto the pommel of the saddle or the withers of the horse and force your hands to stay there by keeping your hands pushed right into the mane and that will exaggerate the opening closing of your elbow so it'll force you to keep your hands there and if you find this difficult another thing you can do is put a little string from the in the front of the d 
D-rings on the front of your saddle, or if you have a martingale or breastplate, hook your fingers on the martingale or breastplate, and that will help you keep your hands still. Having soft hands means you can follow the horse's mouth and movement with your hands. It also means you can ask the horse to do something with one hand while your other hand's doing something else and your left leg's doing something different while your right leg is doing something and you're looking to the right. So everything kind of meshes together. It's an independent hand, seat, and leg. And that's what we're working towards. And some riders think they have soft hands, but really they're deadening the horse's mouth. Have you ever ridden your horse and had blisters at the end of the ride? I know I've had, I have done that. And I often think my hands are blistered. Uh, what the heck does the horse's mouth feel like? That's a very sensitive and tender part of the horse's body. And if my hands are blistered, what the heck does that horse's mouth feel like? So I'm very conscious now about what's going on in my horse's mouth, what my hands are doing. And when, when I'm out teaching, I also try to instill that in the students. If your hands are sore from holding the horse, what does the horse's mouth feel like? And although it's beyond the scope of what we're doing in this right now, this is really a equitation position exercises and the horse training about getting the horse lighter to your hands is beyond the scope of what we're trying to get done here. And I hope that if you have any questions that you'll bring them to me and I will help you on an individual basis to do that. But it's just beyond the scope of what we're doing here. If you find that you're getting blisters in your hands, it's often because we're just holding and gripping onto the rein so tightly. And, and again, you can't see what I'm doing here, but I'm looking down at my hands and I'm making fists with my hands. And what I see is my forearms are getting tense. And if you have blisters on your hands from holding the reins so hard and holding that horse so hard together, your forearms must get tired as well. So when you hold the reins, rather than gripping so hard, think of holding the reins as if you're holding a hummingbird in your hands. And if you've ever held a hummingbird in your hands, you understand how delicate you have to feel. If you squeeze them like you're riding that horse you're going to squish them and if you open your hands the hummingbird's going to fly away so we want to just keep that thinking about holding your hands so soft and delicate and quiet and when you hold your hands that way you will feel a softness come over your forearms and come over your hands and that is the softness that you really want to have when you're riding if you tense up your hands and grip those reins then it will send a message to your forearms to keep gripped. And that message of tension will go right down the reins into the horse's mouth, and then they will get tense and hard as well. It's kind of a domino effect. So you have to trust the horse that it's going to be soft if you're soft, and it will be heavy if you're heavy. Another way of thinking of that, rather than hummingbirds, is to think of holding your reins as if you're holding a wet sponge. And if you squeeze that wet sponge, all the water's going to come out down over top of you. So hold that sponge very softly in your hand so you can keep the moisture in that sponge without it being dripped down in you, but you don't want to open your hand up too much to let the sponge drop from your hand. Those are just a couple of things to think about when you're sitting on your horse and riding. Now here's a good exercise for you as well. You can do this right now along with me. Tense your hand into a fist and notice where the tension is. And if you hold your hands in that tense position, 
you can feel the tension in your hands and you can feel the tension in your forearms. So not only in your fingers and your hand get tense, but your forearms, it travels up your forearm and sometimes even up into your shoulders. And that's what the horse is feeling in his mouth. So release that tension. And when you release that tension, you can feel how soft your hands are. And it's very difficult to keep your forearms tensed and your hands relaxed. And it's very difficult to keep your hands tensed and your forearms relaxed. They're kind of linked together. So if you have, if you find that you are really holding those reins really, really tightly, it's probably because you're tensed through your forearms, tensed through your hand, and you need to relax your hand so that you can have a following relaxed hand. Another thing that we see a lot of in the show ring and people who are riding is flat hands. Flat hands means that your knuckles are up facing the sky and your palms are facing downwards towards the horse. Correct position is thumbs up, knuckles to the outside, fingers facing each other. What happens when you start to ride with flat hands is that your elbows come out and your shoulders round. So by keeping your shoulders back and down will help keep your elbows in and your hands in the correct riding position. Where should my hands be? Ideally when riding, you'd like to see one hand on each side of the horse's neck and about over top of the horse's withers and just about a four inch circle around that area. You don't want to drop your hands down on each side of the horse's withers. We don't want them too high. We don't want them too low. We want them just around the horse's withers. And it, it also depends on your horse's level of training and what exactly that you're doing with your horse. If you are allowing the horse to round down and forward and stretch over top of his back and reach down and forward with his nose, then your hands are going to be allowing and allow the horse to stretch down and forwards and your hands and arms are going to open up to allow that to happen. If you're riding and training and you're riding in more collected frame, then your hands are going to be up higher to help with you get the horse in a collected frame. But at no time should your hands brace downward, particularly down on the side of each side of the horse's neck and getting on the bars of the horse's mouth. That's not correct. And we like to see one hand on each side of the horse's neck. Try not to do the indirect rein by bringing your hand across over top of the horse's neck. Remember, riding with relaxed hand is paramount to having a supple, relaxed rider and a willing, supple horse. We talked about some simple exercises you can do to help create a soft hand and get your body in the correct riding position. If you have any questions about use, how do you correct any hand positions that we haven't spoken about, please send me an email. It's thistleridge at hotmail.com or laura at thistleridgestables.com. I'd love to hear from you. And this is Ignite Your Equitation, Set Your Riding on Fire. Thanks very much. Bye now.